welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and you are very welcome to episode 86 of Blind Guys Chat. Chat, even. Thank you very much for listening <laughs> to us. You're uh, welcome, guys. Hey. Hey. Yay. Now, we've got, a, we got a, a couple of things to say to you. First of all, uh, welcome to our new listeners, uh, and we hope you uh, all enjoyed uh, our last two shows on Site Village. I think we did some great recordings, and uh, hopefully you um, got some nice information, some maybe just some thoughts on Christmas presents. Yeah, there was, some, there was some really good stuff there. And by the way, there's loads of reductions on Christmas specials across a lot of um, tech companies this week in oh, the, really? in, in the assistive okay. space. Yeah, so have a, have a look around. I won't promote any but there are lots of reductions at the Ooh, moment. Okay, mm. very good. Well, later on, we're going to talk to uh, Veronica Hicks. Oh, yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Veronica is uh, audio describer extraordinaire. Oh, and she's yeah. a favorite of the podcast. And we're going to talk to her about seven years audio describing the crown uh, now that she's given her crown back. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say I was not there, guys. It, I didn't, you had to do it without yeah, me. You but, party, oh. Yeah, you had to party. I, I was you, partying you. Yeah, with my neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frank, congratulations. <laughs> and celebrations. Hooray! <laughs> 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 yeah. Happy birthday, Frank. <laughs> hey, Frank is a listener. We're not just... Hello, Frank. Oh, he says, so I will check on him now, you know. Did you yeah. give it? <laughs> Did you hear? So a big shout out to Frank then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. One, one thing we want to, just before we crack on with the main show, is we want to yeah. tell you about our Christmas show. Ooh. So uh, we are going to have, uh, we haven't had it for uh, a year. Are you going to sing, Oren? Well, I might show. sing. You never know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. there might be a music oh. question and then there wouldn't be any copyright issues. Uh, be careful, yeah. Maybe. Careful if you're doing music oh, yeah. Uh, but no, we're going to have a quiz. We're going to go back to having a Blind Guys Chat quiz. We're uh, going to have it hopefully on December the 21st in yep. the evening, probably around uh, 7 or 8 p.m. We will confirm that with you uh, later on. Uh, yeah, Irish time, man. Irish time, yeah. We've decided to have some teams. If you are interested in taking part in the Blind Guys Chat Christmas quiz, we would like you to let us know, send us an email to blindguyschat at gmail.com no later than end of business on December the 18th. That's if you want to be part of the quiz team. Our uh-huh. A quiz team. So, so what, we might what, what, what questions, Oren, will be asked? Uh, well, question one is going to be who made the world and why? Uh, that's oh, a very that's, big that, question. That's a big question. Yeah, that's a 10-pointer. Uh-huh. Uh, so no, the, the questions will be general. Some They'll be Ooh. festive. They'll be general. Uh, there, will ah. be, there will be questions. So you need to brush up. There will be questions about Blind Guys Chat previous episodes. Ah, there may okay. be questions about Blind Guys Chat future episodes. Uh, now, is it is it is it possible Crystal for Ball, people? Hey. Yes. <laughs> so, is it possible for people who are listening? Because people will be listening in now. We should say that Jan and Cloda, in particular, will be team captains. I mean, those guys. So, if you'd like to hang out with Jan we and Cloda, you have the chance yeah, to do so that. And we oh, we may have yeah, some guest yeah. team ta- team captains as well, possibly. So, 
yep. so Jan and Claude are going to be two out. team captains. We will have other team captains. So. Mm-hmm. And we are doing this live. And I'm going to win, general. you know. Da da. <laughs> oh, it's all starting now. <laughs> so I'll be in the basement. You'll be in the basement. I'm operating the basement. Yeah, 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 yeah. It will be on YouTube. So it'll be a live show on the 21st. I'll probably publish it probably the following day. But you don't have to be on a quiz member. You don't have to be a team member on a quiz. You can, of course, just join in uh, for the live show and be in the uh, public, and, you know? and and the and we'll have some yeah. prizes Ooh. for the winning team. Yeah, yeah, we have yeah. some. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're interested in being part of the quiz, uh, uh, the team, a team on a quiz, or you want to set up a, t- a, t- a team. Blindguyschat at gmail.com. Please tell us uh, no later than uh, the 18th of December. And otherwise, we will send... um, Actually, we will be sending out a a new link uh, for the live event. So if actually, if you're interested in just attending, uh, we would appreciate if you could just let us know that you would like to attend so that we can send you that a specific link, that YouTube link. What I might do is set up a little Microsoft form that people can register for it or something. And... uh, Oh, yeah. That's cool. It'll be fun. It'll be a great idea. Yeah. My God. You can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Mr. Bloma has gone over to the dark side. The dark and side. The dark side. And the and person and, and the rest we of, don't mention the name. And the rest of the we Netherlands. Are allowed to mention names? Or? The rest of the Netherlands have also gone over to the dark side because yeah. what the hell is going on with your election system? Oh my god, yeah. Well, do you how how long do we have? Uh, well, fortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it is and it, it was an really a kind of an uh, yeah, an um, a, a shook up or, or an earthquake or something, yeah. It certainly because, was, yeah, certainly yeah. was. Yeah, we, it was an um, of course, we were not happy uh, with the previous uh, government or or still the current in a way because they are uh. Yeah, what is the English term? De, uh, we call it demissionaire, but is it uh, demissionaire De- or you know they, they are decommissioned or something? Is yeah, it? decommissioned in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they t- uh, say do they they do take care of uh, of of the current affairs, but they don't do strategic new things, etc. That's oh, what okay. they are not allowed of. So this <laughs> is why there's a decision to, to to pick a guy who is quite right-wing to say the least yeah the the main winner was mr geert wilders and he is um, he is a blonde uh, guy a really typical blonde and and, and I, but he has we would like really to say nothing against blondes but anyway go on. no 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 sorry no sorry <laughs> but, but, but uh, no I, but 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 he is uh, uh, not natural blonde you know he he has oh. made himself oh. really blonde yeah okay. is he a, is he a peroxide yeah. is he blonde out of a bottle yeah yeah, yeah 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 you know and and, and his an hairdress choice. Yeah, <laughs> and his hairdress looked like a poodle, so it's really a, 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 a white poodle. But but I'm all these kinds of animations, you know, it, it shows also it's not my type of um, of guy. But yeah, we need to respect our d- d- democracy in a way. Yeah. And uh, but but he ha- our parliament has 150 seats, and he has won 37 of each, and he is the biggest party. Number two wow. is the Social Democrats. Uh, that's where my vote went to, uh, and they are the second. So, they, but they are twenty-four, uh, and then we have the, the Liberals. They are twenty-three, 
and so on. So it goes down. So it's uh, really like loads of parties and yeah, wow. because that creates also uh, the, the 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 main problem. Uh, uh, our system is not uh, that you do like uh, things like Mr. Putin does, uh, that you can do what you want in a yeah, way. You're always going to have a coalition government. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now it's so the best way or or the minimum what they need is is four parties, uh, what it looks like. But they are all right right wings, and 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 it's um, and the main thing is that they are all anti, uh, uh, yeah, um, foreigners, and uh, all uh, anti, uh, yeah, wow. asylum. So yeah, it is typical. I've just but, I've but, just googled him. He looks a bit Trumpy. His hair looks. Yeah, a bit Trumpy. he is he is he is a big fan <laughs> of Trump, you know, and that is also. Um, because what it is typical, and I don't know, I don't want to be be, be scary of, but 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 I am a little bit scared because when you look yeah. at our neighboring countries in in yeah. Belgium, you see that they are all his big friends. They all say, "Hey, if Geert can do it, then we can do it as well." Mm. And uh, yeah. you saw in France, Madame Le Pen. Eh? Yeah. She was not mm. successful the last time, but she was close. Yeah. And so she, she is. And in motivated. fairness, in in France, the the right wing government has been rising for a long time. Yeah, like that's that's but not out of the blue. Like they. they no, had, no, no, no. Yeah. And you see that in Germany as well, eh, with the that is uh, um, the the AFD. Uh, 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 they, they are also the right winging uh, or ex the, the extreme right people, and yeah, they are. Uh, Alternative for Germany. I read somewhere that it, it, that guy, what's his name, Wilders? Wilders, yeah. Wilders. W i l d e r s. Yeah, he compared the Koran to Mein Kampf, which is a very yeah. weird thing to say, like very yeah. strange. All so these really guys are going to be boosted if Trump yeah. gets elected next year, you know, and yeah. there's a yeah. very strong yeah. chance that's going to happen. At the yeah, you think going, so? You know? Mm, I was reading a couple of um, analyses, and oh. these these diehard blocks of support who. You know, there's going to be some monumental thing that would would make it would have make him make them leave him. I think. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's not looking good. For well, there's no. a lot of Republican uh, candidates. Uh, yeah, but out. they're all not uh, not winning. You know. Yeah. yeah. So they're dropping. And out then you know good. when when Trump is uh, is getting there next November, you know, then the NATO is getting also in a hard time to uh, uh, bring up all the. Uh, because they will stop the commitment. What you see now already uh, in the yeah. in in the current uh, uh, House of Parliaments in in the U.S. in the Senate, uh, they did not get the majority to uh, uh, get uh, not to an extra to, uh, to yeah, bunch of, yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, let's let's continue yeah. on with you and the dark side because you have gone over to now. Uh, hold oh, your breath, but that hold is a challenge. Breath, that's gentlemen. a challenge to yeah, or, an Android phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is ah, a challenge. Ah, that dark side. That's no, not the dark yeah. side. That's it the bright side. That's the, the sunny bright, side of the yeah, streets. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Not laughs> yeah, we the can the bring in the, the, the tune, <laughs> the bright side of life. Jan, are you going to do the... I gave myself already a Christmas gift. That was not really myself, but but I I bought myself an Android Samsung A54. and And that's not really the... Yeah, the high spec one, but but I also did it to get a little bit knowledge of uh, because the, 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 this device is used a lot in uh, in Africa, and I want to get okay. more also a little bit more. Um, and and to be fair, come on, they have gone um, uh, made steps in the right direction after uh, Android 13. 
and it's um, yeah they are now already at Android 14 so uh, nah. mm. so I wanted to make uh, make the uh, yeah the the step again into that direction and uh, but but I will so keep you all guys so, posted how, how is it going so yeah. far like what's talk nah. what's talk back like I mean you probably only just started maybe. yeah I, 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 I started this uh, this morning yesterday evening uh, I I received it so uh, together with Rosalie uh, because the kids love new phones you know so mm -hmm. I could not really get my hands on it on my own but yeah <laughs> so so uh, and you know <laughs> she said to the one also nice to share you know can I uh, um, how to unbox the the glove of it? You know that is that uh, plastic. Uh, 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 you oh, know yeah. what is oh, what yeah. what is what's the glued cover. to the yeah the cover. Yeah, that is so satisfying. You know, <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> can you see Rosalie as a drama queen? My God, <laughs> oh so satisfying that. Oh my God, oh yeah. So she did it <laughs> in that way. But oh, then I said, funny. then you need to uh, um, put it on the Wi-Fi, etc. You know, so <laughs> that is mm. her job. And, and then in fairness, it'll take a while to get used to, like different gestures, yeah, it's different. different tabs, yeah. different all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm uh, I'm I'm eager to learn, and I will keep you posted. And and uh, yeah, who knows? You know, it is, and uh, yeah. And will you be trying it with a braille device? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I will. Yeah, and are you are, are you are you planning on switching completely, like taking nee, your SIM card? No, 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 uh, no okay. blends. No, okay. no, no, okay. no. Because okay. some people do that, long. you know, like go cold turkey and just make themselves. Yeah. But it is a very big no, thing to, to do. I, I, I still need to, uh, uh, yeah, need to be, uh, yeah, connectable to this uh, whole world, etc. No, it is more the challenge to uh, to see. Uh, what is the current state and to uh, mm. to to see how well of how course there out. is because there is obviously talk back which we've been even just mentioning um there's also a screen reader called commentary which is a exactly a, another, yeah. Yeah. so that might be worth oh, yeah. uh commentary doesn't have braille but i think now because braille is built into the operating system you can probably use the braille component of talk back with commentary although yeah, i stand okay. to be corrected on that mm. so somebody yeah. who knows more about android so you're and saying I, you'd have to, you'd have to have to, or you could have Talk, talk back on but not the speech but the braille end of it and then run yeah so, for your voice. so my my understanding is back in the, aware, but up to be. recently you mm. had to download something called braille back to yeah. power your braille display. yeah but that's, that's not they've neat. taken and, that uh, out and, yeah not necessary anymore yeah so i think what you can do now is you can choose to use commentary for your voice output and talk back for your braille but the problem with that of course is that the braille output and the screen reader yeah will be, they're not going to sync so yeah. maybe that won't yeah, yeah. i don't know so uh, I think it's yeah, it in uh, challenge 2.0. I would say we'll be uh, very interested um, to yeah. hear how you're getting on. Wish you the best of luck. Keep us in. Keep us informed. Yep, yeah, I, will, I, will, I will. Definitely. I, I will probably by this. Uh, so this is publishing this on the word Thursday. So I reckon by Sunday, uh, that phone out the will, be, will be in the fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be up with the solar panels on the roof. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, uh, yeah. But I want an update from uh, Mr. Lawler about Skystream. Oh, yeah. Bit of, yeah. About Sky streaming, bit of a so sad one on Skystream, guys. Oh, really? um, well, Ooh. okay, so first of all, no, well, not quite. I've been, I've been loving it, right? It was really good, and it is, uh, to be fair. And the Sky accessibility, I just want to say it again, they, those team are brilliant. Yeah. But I came back, and I don't know if they I came back from my holidays uh, the yeah. other week, turned the thing on. They disconnect you. My other holiday. Uh, worked away for a while, and then I realized, <laughs> you know, you, you flick through the channels and there's a beep, for anyone who doesn't know, on Sky, yeah. when you get to a channel that has um, audio an audio description soundtrack, or uh, uh, um, track rather. And I was there going, hang on, 
there's no audio description. And then I was put on Strictly Come Dancing because there's audio description of that, no audio description. But yet it was oh. beeping. So try went into the settings, audio description, turned it off, turned it back on again, restarted the skybox, nothing. So rang the accessibility team uh, last week. Again, lovely, lovely people. And they said, yeah, we've heard something about this. We've seen this before. And I said, oh, that's good. And apparently it's because they're updating Skystream so much at the moment, they're pushing out updates. Sometimes things break. Sort of so he said, he said, look, press the button. There's a reset button underneath it. Press that. Hold it down for 30 seconds. The box came back up with no audio description. So they've uh-huh. told me the last resort, guys, is I've got to do a full reset and go right from scratch. And the problem with that, of course, is I just don't have any. I, I need someone who has a bit of time Started. to do that for me. Uh, so I haven't done it yet, um, no. but well, apparently that's the only that way to fix it. Sky would be my eyes on Sky. I could, but I would need a, a ch- again a chunk of time. So if I have time tomorrow after work at like half four, I'm going to ring them and see how they're fixed. But it could be a good hour. Uh, it takes 15 minutes to reset, apparently. Mm. Wow! And then wow. you have to start the whole thing right from the start. And, and there like is no you guarantee. Install patches oh. and stuff like that. Sorry. Yeah. And there's no guarantee this will fix it. They said if it doesn't fix it, they'll send me out a new what's called Puck, uh, which is a little um, Skystream uh, okay. Puck box, I suppose. Or, well, box, but they call it a Puck. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's just that they're pushing out so many updates at the moment. They're doing so much with Skystream that something got broken and I have no AD. And I'm kind of, well, not, I'm not kind of, I am missing it. Mm. Uh, but, and it still talks, it still does everything else, just no AD. So. Hmm. And have they said to you when it's going to be fixed? Or no, we're, they, we're they, going to reduce they don't. Your, your monthly fee because you're not getting the service you want? Yeah. Somebody else somebody else told me I should I should make sure that happens as well. But to be honest, mm. they, they, the accessibility guy, first of all, they thought I was using a SkyQ box. And they said, we'll send you out a new box. They were about, were about to go off the phone. He said, oh, no, I see you're using SkyStream. I said, yeah. He said, oh, I was going to send you a SkyQ box. <laughs> um Anyway, so I don't know. We've seen this with Skystream. We're aware of this problem. So I was thinking, oh, great. We'll just press a button and it'll be back. But no, yeah. it looks like yeah. a full reset and there's still yeah. no guarantee. The one I tried today, which I, I uh, didn't think was the best experience, um, was, and I, I, of course, I should know that the full uh, term for it, but I tried this a new feature in Be My Eyes. I think it's called Specialized oh. Help. Or Did you uh, uh, install it, uh, the Be My Eyes app already before? Or, yeah, or no, I've, had it, I've had it before. I've used it before oh. very successfully, but this is uh, this I just read about, which is um, you've got Specialized Help and you can... So I had a problem in Word today and I rang... Well, I, I was going to ring the Microsoft support team and before I did uh, get into... I got into Specialized Help... And I was greeted with this AI bot, uh, basically, who said, you know, you can take a picture of your screen um, and then add in text of what the problem is. And oh. uh, then ChatGPT will um, will write, but will suggest a solution, uh, which is, I did and gave it a go. And it made two suggestions, which I knew were not going to uh, work. Uh, one for one for Jaws, and you know, one for the Jaws setting uh, within the setting center uh, related to punct- the punctuation, um, and one for for Word, but neither of them worked. And I'm, and then immediately when like when I said no, that didn't work, it just went okay. Well, try and you know call a uh, a representative in Microsoft. Uh, now I know people. I read uh, over the weekend that 
some people have had success with this. I'm, I love AI. I love the concept. I think it, it, there's huge potential, uh, as Glenn Tukey was was talking about in Site Village, for AI. Uh, I'm not against it, but uh, I wasn't thrilled with the experience. It was just and and uh, for all that time I spent, uh, I probably spent more time with the AI bot than I did actually talking to a human in Microsoft. Okay. Um, so if I, you think though, or an, an, it's, it's interesting what you say, because if you think ChatGPT is only a year, it's only a year mm. since ChatGPT came out. And, and I think we, and, uh, like when I say we, I mean, you know, um, society and maybe the companies who are selling all these things are pinning so much suddenly on AI and trying to make AI the solution to so many problems. Mm. And with this kind of specialized help, maybe for some things, but yeah, I think for for very specific things, it's probably not going to do it yet anyway. Maybe in the future. I mean, it's, I think if there's, you know, if it can do the kind of precursor work for a tech support line, I think that could be useful. Mm. You know, the basic standard, mm. you know, is it plugged in? Is it, you know, have you restarted yeah. it? All those yeah. kind of things. But like, is it turned on? I don't know that it will ever, unless it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like these things, it, it will get more sophisticated and it'll get better and it'll learn also. That's the good thing about AI is it learns from yeah. its own mistakes as well. Well, I think we're but, pinning um, a lot. I think the society, we're pinning a lot on AI right now for things that it cannot do. But there okay. are some people that are doing things with it. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. These things but take I just, time. Absolutely. And, you know, I think maybe that's what today when I'm thinking, yeah, I wasn't yeah. really impressed with it today. It's definitely like 10 years time mm. is going to be, we're going to be in a different place. But well, can, I, can I just, um, just speaking of AI then for a sec, ChatGPT, some people may have tried this already, the new voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, voice oh, voice chat me. on ChatGPT. So you Did can you talk clone to yourself already? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, no. Oh. Yeah, we can use you for the quiz. Is this the real one or is yeah. it? Uh... You can actually, yeah. See, people could be using ChatGPT at the quiz. No, no tech. Um, that is a good idea. But you can talk to ChatGPT. It will speak back to you. The voices are, they're certainly interesting. I mean, they're, they are... I, 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 maybe we should try it out. There's a couple of different voices. Um, one of the male voices I used is is very, very is, is is very realistic actually. Okay. And you have this little click, and then it's your turn to speak, and then you wait for a moment, and it comes back and says something to you. But um, you know, it it'll tell you something. I remember I was asking it something, and I knew it wasn't true, and I said something. Are you sure that's the case? Oh and yeah. Said, and they said, "I'm sorry. Actually, you're right." Yeah. You know, and then they, no, then but they, it's also what I learned with Siri. Also, you have now also this guy uh, or this this London guy speaking. You know, uh, you can select his voice also as an uh, as a Siri voice. Oh really? And, and you, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've uh, enabled that one, and then you can really. Um, also, um, for example, uh, what is the weather? Right, uh, he will say, and then you can say, uh, "Whoa, my God, terrible!" And then he is responding to that one as well. So you can have a little <laughs> yeah, bit of, uh, that's of a the, conversation. Yeah, that's the um, the follow up conversations in Siri. That's yeah. the new thing in, in iOS seventeen. Yeah. Uh, so you can follow up. You can kind of. They're trying to make it more conversational. Yeah. Because Siri is quite behind a lot of the other. Yeah. Uh, conversational mm. stuff. Yeah. You know. They, but they say really that uh, iOS 18 will be completely uh, rewritten and based upon AI and uh, and Siri, etc. That's that's what rumors uh, say. Listen, where we have our guest. Oh yeah. yeah. This yes. is great. Oh yeah. my god! Veronica. Interesting yeah. to listen, Brilliant. guys. Really. Brilliant. 
can email blindguyschat at gmail.com or tweet us at blindguyschat if you've any comments or questions. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our guest. A most wonderful woman. A woman who I had the pleasure of meeting just for the very first time if just a few weeks ago. And she survived? In, in London. Well, she did, yeah. My goodness. I'm, yeah. I'm even more yeah. impressed. And she, she even survived the licks from Larry on the face. Veronica Hicks is making a return appearance. I think I'm actually thinking this is the is this, this the, the third, third or fourth third, third time Veronica yeah. has been. Maybe the third, maybe the third. Yeah. The the Queen of the Crown, the real Queen of the Crown, <laughs> Veronica Hicks. Uh, yeah. uh, we wanted to get you back on the show because you've just finished this last and final series, and I think it's an appropriate time to talk to you about the last seven years of your life, which is kind of, I would say, almost the crown has taken over your life. Would that be kind of correct in, in assuming? Well, in the sense of uh, in the sense of not knowing when the next one was going to come along. I mean, I <laughs> initially, it was a, it was about a year or a year and a half in between them and stuff, but they would never tell you exactly when it was coming. So basically my summers, the last seven summers, or some summers have been involved, have kind of been devoted to that, really. Veronica's claim to fame might be that she is the only person whose voice is on all seven seasons, because mm. all the other actors and actresses changed, right? Oh, that's very true. Veronica yeah. is the constant throughout so she's the She's the constant, yeah. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the constant one. That's right. I wonder how many of the people in the actual show even realise that I exist. Yes, I have been, right from the very beginning. So yeah. it's... Uh, it, interesting, I have to tell you these two things. When the Queen died in 2022, um, actually the first person I rang was the executive producer with whom I do have a nice relationship. And I said, I'm, I I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling doubly in mourning because it mm. was so, it was such a shock because I didn't, I, I mean, I know that maybe other people expected her to go, but I didn't because she was still looking so sprightly. And so from one day to the next, she met Liz Truss, which of course was probably the reason, but anyway, um, <laughs> She she's she was suddenly gone and it was. It was a huge sort of kick in the stomach. I was grieving for her, but I was sort of grieving for the series as well, which is funny. How did it all start? Where did you when did you first hear about this show, The Crown? And uh, like how were you picked to do the AD or did you go looking for did, I did you go looking for the know. business or what happened? No, I think I think that it came I think we were doing the company that I'm I mean, I'm always been freelance, but that I've been working with. I think they had done some Netflix stuff. In fact, at the very beginning, it wasn't Netflix because it was it was Left Bank Pictures. And then it kind of moved to Netflix. Um, well, I I started. I think I probably started, and then and then they said yes, we want you again and again, and then eventually a, a major achievement. Um, I managed to get my name on screen, not just at the end, you know, when I say it. But actually, on screen, after the baristas and the and the truck drivers and <laughs> the many dolly grips, yeah. somewhere down on card number forty nine, I have my own little credit. But at least it's there, which at least means to the wider world this exists. Because audio description is still, you know, it's invisible, so people don't really know about it. I remember um, Veronica watching the very first season, episode one, and I obviously didn't know your name at the time, didn't know who you were. I think I might have said it to Oren, the lady doing the audio description is really good. But I remember thinking, oh, it's the Black Mirror lady. I think she's great. <laughs> I was so happy that the Black Mirror lady was describing the crown. Yeah. That's how I knew you as, the Black Mirror lady. As the Black Mirror lady. Yes, and actually this last series of Black Mirror, 
somebody well someone else somebody was doing else was someone doing made it. a mess or i don't know why they, they should have known but they didn't but i had about five of them so yes yeah. but you know this is this is showbiz or this is whatever it is and you can't really trust people to to be very kind and thoughtful you know i can't say that they're very kind and thoughtful some are but many aren't they just forget you know they they don't necessarily think it's that important really to have the continuity but with the crown i have had it and i've been incredibly thrilled to do it actually because it's like a history lesson even though some of it's obviously you know fiction um it's nevertheless a history lesson of the last since 1947 you know all of our times so i i love that when you start seeing things that you remember mm. it, it you watch it in a, in a kind of a different way don't you yeah of course you do because then you really start making comparisons and having to try to remember that it's not supposed to be fact fact it's based on fact peter morgan is trying to kind of create a, a an environment where this is what might have happened this is what they might have been thinking you know because obviously the dialogue is made up it's like hillary mantel she wrote all these historical books and you know wolf hall was chatting away but of course he wasn't so she made it up so there's nothing wrong with making it up but it is funny how much of the public and the in the press in my obviously do not like very much you know they decide oh well you know it's not the truth they've made up this story well yeah they have made up some stories but on the other hand they are very true to what did happen the sort of important things of course they are as they happened but then they have elaborated so probably in episode 4 it's not known whether william got lost or went mm. wandering but it was a way of showing or expressing you know his deep grief and his bewilderment yeah. so it was a dramatic way of portraying that which i think um worked very well do you think this is th th this last series the final series is the best series in your uh, view because it is it it is and it has these four episodes have gotten a lot of criticism i think because this last series is is so much in people's memories um for me it was very important to be as true and as respectful as i possibly could be given the nature of what has happened you know what has happened in those first four episodes um you know it was a it was a tragedy it was a horrendous thing and you know since since diana's death there have been several films out there you know with other actresses playing her and stuff and i have felt them to be in very bad taste the crown is different because i think you know peter morgan is you know he he is in love with the royal family and you know he's dedicated 10 years of his life to this so i felt that the that this new series well they're doing it as i think as well as they possibly could i mean the conversations between diana and dodie are as true as i think they could possibly be i mean yeah. you know the way that the dialogue works and the characters and the doubts and everything and then interweaving a bit of the real stuff personally i think it's very very clever the other uh, the other series have been so interesting because they've incorporated more you know uh, national events the royal family functioning in a national way i think stuart i think you were saying that your favorite episode was the Abavan one yeah definitely um, because it was so moving and because yeah. it did involve the queen and her decision making but of course you also had the memory of that terrible event yeah yeah 
and 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 I think for me the very end, and I think you uh, you sort of you describe it. It's it's not just how you describe it; it's how you pause, how you how you how you use your voice. But she's sitting, I think, on her own at the end. She's come back from uh, Abravan. She's clearly been very um, impacted by it, and she does shed a tear at the mm. very end because she is very moved, and it's been very uh, emotionally draining day for her. And the other one, I think, uh, Veronica, that we were chatting about off air, and again for me, it was the the, the episode about Fagan, uh, Michael Fagan, who broke oh, yeah. into the Queen's bedroom. Because you get a different, mm. you see poorer working class England in the eighties, which was very different to what the royal family. And I suppose he's coming in to say to the Queen, "Hey, it's not all; they're not all, you know, really well respectful. It's very different out here. It's tough." Exactly, exactly. So I think th there was that. There was much more of that in the previous episodes, where, of course, now that we're coming up to the present time, um, it is all about the royals within the crown and, and all the conflicts between Charles and Diana and so on. I mean, the the, the actress playing Diana is is almost supernatural. She's, like, she's incredible, yeah. Her, her voice quite is... extraordinary. You think to yourself, this is an Australian actress, yeah. and she, she gets the cadence of the voice... I mean, we're not, you know, they're not trying to, they're not caricaturing, but she's just so real. She's so utterly real that I, you know, I was in total awe of her. Um, and I think that actually, for me, um, Imelda Staunton as the Queen, I, I think is much better. I like her better as an older Queen than I did as a middle-aged Queen. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I found she sort of, she does look better older <laughs> than middle-aged <laughs> Because the the thing about the one of the things which no actress probably could replicate is the fact that whereas the queen used to look quite s severe and stern on some occasions, when she smiled, I mean the whole place lit up. She had the most wonderful smile, um, which we saw a lot of in real life, and neither Olivia Coleman or um, Imelda have that. They have other things, obviously, and they're only trying to convey what they can of the Queen. Imelda Staunton, when she's in this last series, in profile particularly, she looks just like the Queen's profile on the stamp. Oh. Quite interestingly, oh. She, for, in profile, she looks really like her. From on from the front, not so much. Her her nose is a bit more button-like, you know, looking face on. Um, and I mean, she's not trying to look like her. She's, you know, she's trying to be the essence of her. Mm. That's what it is. Something which I didn't mention and I wouldn't mention, which is um, the choice of actresses in terms of height. I've always been quite sensitive about height. You know, if you know that someone's tall and then they cast somebody really short, I think Tom Cruise famously is playing somebody, is it Jack Reacher or someone who's terribly tall, but he's played by very mm. small Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. Somebody who re reads the books, it's it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's totally unconvincing, you know. He, so, because and also his attitude, his the way his his demeanor is is just not yeah. uh, relevant to the to the books. But anyway, go on. So in 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 the first two, Claire Foy played the Queen, and Virgit, uh, Virgit, uh, Vanessa Kirby played Princess Margaret, hmm. much taller. So you had little Queen, very tall Margaret, which was not right because they should have been the same size. Um, and then the next lot. Um, it was Helena Bonham Carter, little person, uh, and the Queen, much taller than her. And now in the final one, they've sort of brought it back to, so they're both quite short. So if you know that that was the reality, um, it's a little, it's a bit sort of ooh, jarring. So I don't mention that because that would completely destroy the drama. We can talk about it now and it's funny. 
Um, but it certainly wouldn't be something that you would mention in the drama. We know that Philip was much taller than the Queen, so when he towers over his wife, yes, you put that in, but not when when the heights are slightly wrong. <laughs> you don't mention that because that's that's just yeah, that's set dressing. That's you can talk about it afterwards. And and the other one which you haven't yet seen, but you will see from next week onwards. Um, there is a moment when uh, Diana's uh, resting place is featured, and. I believe the script was talking about her grave. And and I said to the production, I said, I can't say that because it isn't. Because in reality, we know that Diana's buried on a little island on the Mm. Althrop estate, um, but we don't see that. The public does not see that grave. So you can't refer to it as the grave. You can refer to the island, and there is a monument on that little island. It's a sort of plinth with an urn on top. And that's where we see that's where we see the um, Prince William. So therefore, I I I couldn't bring myself to say that that was the grave because it wasn't and couldn't be. I sort of not fudged it, but I just kind of reworded it so that I wasn't saying something that wasn't true. You've been with us, you're bringing six seasons to life, and it, it must have been some amount of work. Have you a particular? Favorite? Maybe it's a very hard question to answer. Was there any episode that really maybe was particularly difficult for you, or particularly maybe enjoyable, or something that really, really re- that that maybe really stayed with you? Um, well, I would have to go back into the into into the old um, series to kind of remind myself because I mean I've enjoyed them, I've enjoyed them so much because I think the dialogue is so brilliant. But certainly in this last series, I wanted to make sure that. Diana's death and all of that was handled sensitively and of course that was quite a challenge to me because you know you know what audio description can be like I wanted it to be as good as it possibly could respectful and you know not you know not sensationalist and just I had to work quite hard to make it sound respectful given how awful all that was and I found that that's episode four which some people are finding a little bit weird with the ghosts and everything there was so much in it I mean it was like it was a potpourri of um, scenes, completely unrelated. Well, they were all related to the death, but they were all different. So there was the whole scene in Paris in the in the morgue and then in the street and people coming out into the street. And there was Prince William getting lost up in, up in Scotland. And then there was Al-Fayed and his grieving. And then this very Muslim burial that they had and then burying him at Brookwood. Um, Dodie in Brookwood. I did. There was just so much in it, which I found very stimulating. Of course, trying to to sort of um, tie it all together. My favourite one, so still is when Margaret. Yeah. Went yeah. to America. Oh, that's and so was funny. with yeah, Lyndon Johnston. Yeah. And I just, I just, just when you're talking about fact and fiction, I was just, I would just love if that if that had been true. Where I think it was Ted Heath was the prime minister at the time was telling the, the Queen what had gone on the night before or two yeah. nights before when when uh, Margaret had been hosted in the White House and that she was telling these limericks. That's right. and, and it's just uh, because it was so funny and such a, a, a wonderful episode, I just thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if this was actually true, that the Prime Minister of England had to go into the Queen and say, you know, your, your sister was telling this limerick. 
I don't think it was Edward Heath, actually. It oh, was, was, it, I, I shall have to come back to you with that. I don't think it was Edward no, Heath. No, I think it might have been Wilson. It it could have been. Um, it could have been Wilson. It could have even been one of her wonderful. Ah, don't you find that the guys who work for her, the permanent secretaries, oh, all the God. way through, all the way through from Tommy Lassell's all the way up, I just think they're breathtakingly good actors. They're brilliant. Yeah, but Tommy yeah, Lassels, yeah. you want to give a good slap. Lassels was, yeah, I wasn't, but yeah, he was a bit. Then, right old bully, but oh, my goodness, <laughs> but he was so good. And then the one afterwards who was um, sort of slightly cowering and hunched shoulders and so on, a bit sort of. Oh, different. yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked the guy. Was it Martin Charteris? Who was kind of he was a bit more modern, or he was, but he was a he was a lot younger, I suppose. And yeah, trying he was to kind, he was a kind, kind he was a good. <laughs> I loved I loved the episode. I think it's Lord Aldringham, and uh, he ends oh, up yes, stuck yes, in this little office at the very top. And next thing she arrives in, is my voice okay for you? And it was so funny. That was an interesting story. The whole thing about him was an interesting story. But and isn't that one of those things where you wonder what really happened? Because I think I was reading about it after, and they're saying there is no evidence to suggest he ever met the Queen. But of course, it was good. It was good drama at the time, I suppose. You know. Well, exactly, exactly. This is the thing you've got to forgive it. And sometimes I don't know. I think critics sometimes they desperately have to say something, don't they? So they they slam it for that, and I I think that's wrong. I mean, people are not stupid. You know, you know that you're watching a drama and it's not a documentary. So this kind of worries me about this day and age because I remember shows that we would, you know, that would have been an RTE and that the actors, if uh, there was there was one particularly one particular soap opera that was was set out in the in the country, and uh, the the husband had an affair with um, uh, the the his wife's sister, mm-hmm. and it was. You know this 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 poor woman who was just playing this part, you know, was ridiculed in public uh, every time you know she was out, and and people would spit at her or give out to her for you know cheating with you know your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm still kind of baffled about all the kind of criticism that it that is surrounding the crown about you know it not being factual and is it is by its you know by its nature it is a it's a fiction it's you know okay they're they're have to be some parts that are that are true and are be- very believable but at the same time it it is it should be treated as a piece of fiction and I, i'm not sure why people are uh, getting their knickers in a twist shall we say mm. about you know the fact that this is not a factual it, it was never meant to be a factual piece of it's yeah. not a documentary it's no, it's, it's, based it's a on... show it's entertainment it's entertainment, but it is based on on you know what did happen. I, I, I'll tell you which one I like very much was um, I loved the one when the Queen went to Russia, and we had um, oh yeah, um, oh, yeah Boris good. Yeltsin and yeah. and and all of that and 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 all of those stories. I mean, somebody was you know ter- getting terribly vexed about you know the, um, Prince Philip's sister. And you know how she was killed in a well, she was killed in, in an aeroplane crash. And they said, oh, they've conflated two facts to make one. But you know. It sometimes fiction makes truth seem clearer in some ways. I defend um, Peter Morgan in this, and I really think that quite well critics have to say something, don't they? <laughs> there were a few with Philip that I thought were good. One was about when his mother came to stay in the palace. You know, yeah. she, she was brought yeah. in from Greece. And the other one I thought with Philip was where Charles is about twelve and he brings him up to, up oh, to Scotland, boarding school. To boarding school. And then they're on the yeah. plane on the way back, and he's like making the plane jump around the sky and, and Charles is absolutely terrified and it's just the yeah. whole chemistry between them yeah. and obviously they, they had a pretty turbulent time in life yeah. anyway you know the costumes I mean obviously I can't I don't say ever 
this costume looks an awful lot like the real one because because obviously that's why it's been chosen. But I mean, a lot of it, it does look wonderful. You know, they have tried as much as they can to emulate the real thing when it was possible to do so, because costume you can reproduce. Dialogue mm. is a different thing that has to be made up. But to me, I mean, it just flows so well. It seems so It seems so realistic. And I love, I have to say, I do love the man who plays Muhammad Al-Fayed. Yeah, he's very good. I think he's terrific. Yeah. And his son, or rather the actor, Khalid Abdallah, who was playing Dodi, he says, well, do you know, it's the first time that Dodi has been given a voice anywhere. Yeah, I often, yeah. I often wondered what he sounded like in real life, because the voice in The Crown is quite an American accent. Uh, well, he would have been educated. He would have been educated yeah. in an American school or even okay. in the States. So that that that's why Dodie has that American accent. But there never really has been a thing about Dodie. And the world didn't really know him and what they thought they knew him. For. And for all of that's the thing, actually, that shocked me when I first started this series was it all took place over eight weeks. Yeah. The whole romance, yeah. the whole everything was all over and done with. It's eight weeks. So nobody really knew him. And so the actor was actually quite sort of moving when he said, well, it's the first time that this man has been given a personality and, and words to say to say who he was. I mean, of course, it is made up, but you do get an idea of him, don't you? Yeah, you do. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. How far do we go go in terms of this these last six episodes? Yeah, to the end, yeah. Do we meet Kate? Do we meet? Do we, yes, yes, yes. Okay. In the last, in the last episodes, you know, you are, you you meet William. You meet William and what happens to him as a young man who's you know very good looking and what it's like suddenly being in the public eye. Um, there's a story. There's a whole episode devoted to Margaret, and oh really, her life. Great. Um, there, there's a lovely um, episode when which goes back in time to when the war when Elizabeth and um, Margaret crept out of the palace on at the end of the war, 1945, May the 8th. They, they want to be part of the crowd and they go out and they have and they have fun. So there's there's it's a oh, lovely wow. there's a lovely episode about Margaret. Well, there's also, of course, Mohammed Al-Fayed who's trying to sue and say that it was all a you know British conspiracy and everything else. It ends with uh William goes up to university and he meets Kate. There's a slight implication that Kate's presence at St Andrews was not an accident. It may not have been. Exactly, it may not have been. So that episode, that's number seven, I think. Um, and he meets Kate, and that's all terribly well done. And finally, we, we end with the marriage of Charles and Camilla. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And that's a sort of decision that the Queen makes, and and you know, and then there's there is a sort of soul searching part where she thinks, should I give up? You know, Charles is straining at the leash. You know, he wants to be king, and you know, I'm the decrepit old queen. He will be the decrepit king when he comes to the throne. And so there's a bit of all of that soul searching going on. It ends on a sort of celestial high, but you know, she's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> just going back to Alfayed for a moment, because I, I I just wondered in real life, do you know did did any of the royals or or even a representative attend uh, Dodie's funeral? No, there wouldn't have been. I don't think there would have been anybody. Um, I mean, whether the palace would send someone just to you know report back. But, um, you know, he really wasn't a popular character, even though he tried so hard 
to be liked and be British and everything. And I think that part is all true. I mean, not yeah. necessarily in all the detail of the conversation and all that, but, you know, he desperately wants to be, why Why else would he buy the Ritz? Why else would he buy, you know, race courses and things, you know, um, a football club and things like that? He desperately yeah. wants to be, to be accepted and and he wasn't. So, and of course he died just before the, this series. So he won't have been able to watch himself. <laughs> We've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the the, yeah. the series. Uh, I I think I can I I can think that I think the greatest compliment that I can give you is that Cloda would say, "You can't watch The Crown without Veronica. <laughs> it's just impossible." Yeah, and I think we said last time, didn't we? If someone else, if so for some reason something had changed and someone else would have started describing it, I'm not sure I would have continued with The Crown. And I just wanted to say thank you for just bringing it to life for us, Veronica, is just absolutely incredible. And I'm not sure I, I have the words to really explain that. Well, it means an enormous amount to me because, as I say, in, in the media, you don't get you don't get much feedback, really. So when, you know, to hear your words um, is, makes makes me, ah, I feel I feel a little tear rolling down my cheek as I speak. It does prove the point that it is an absolute skill to be able to write something as beautiful that gels in with this type of, of uh, genre, these periods of time that we've passed through in the last uh, six years. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would regard it personally as what you have done with the, with the series can only be, for my, to my mind, can only be classed as as art. You, you know, it's it's like. The painting is is not finished until your script and recording have been done, and we can listen and we can look back at the whole the whole picture and see it all and see it for its beauty. So, thank you, as as uh, Stuart has said, it's it's been marvelous to listen to you over the last seven years. So what's what's next? What, just what happens? That, yeah. what's you, next? What do you? What, yeah. what happens after the crown? After, after you get the dame ship, of course. Yeah, which, well then, yes, well which then. we should petition for. Yes. <laughs> well, I have no idea to be perfectly honest. I've got to finish the the handbook on how to write screen description, which I'm. This is kind of my legacy thing, which I'm writing with with our friend Birgitta um, for the European Blind Union to, to, to sort of have some sort of a. a, a an encyclopedia on how to write better, how to write better and hope that people will read it, learn from it and so on. There was a comment made by Suzanne Mackey, who is one of the executive producers of The Crown, who is my the, the one who's been very kind to me and arranged to have the, the credit and everything. She said, well, you know, there's nothing to stop a spin-off. <laughs> oh, go no, prequel. Yeah, there you go. Wow. <laughs> but who knows? That might be in another 20 years' time. Goodness knows. <laughs> So at the moment, I don't know. So I've got to do factual wow. stuff at the moment. And I'm, yeah, and I shall be watching it. My, it's interesting, my daughter watches it with the with the description because she's very loyal to me. Wow, wow. But, oh, that's good. But she says that it adds because you miss things and, and that, um, you know, that you do actually learn something through the description that even if you're looking at it, you, you might not necessarily see. For me, I, I just feel so gratified because... The crown for me is like this is history, even though it's you know fictionalized, blah blah blah. But I, you know, witness they're bearing witness to the the events that have taken place, you know, since 1947 till till now, and so I sort of feel 
that I've been a part of history, even though none of those events actually, well, they didn't impact on me that much. Um, so I feel I feel very gratified. When the Queen Mother was 100, she had a pageant down the map. Yeah. Yeah. And I did a live description <laughs> of, no the way. Wow. of the pageant. There were some invited visually impaired people and they had headsets and um, it was hilarious <laughs> because there were all these, you know, all these regiments coming down the mall and all those things. And I had a, um, a row of mothers, military mothers sitting behind me. And I would just lean back and say, who are they? Who are they? Oh, darling, they are the Welsh Guards, you know. <laughs> Brilliant. That's fantastic. That's fantastic, because, of course, there was no time to rehearse it. So I was just being my enthusiastic self and trying to make sure that I was giving them something that was factually correct, <laughs> which was funny. Well, Veronica, thank you again for doing yeah, thanks this for wonderful Veronica. work. My pleasure. And uh, we've thanks really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank right. you so much. Thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Ryan. Can't yeah. wait for the next the final four episodes. Should yeah, be I, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah, wait to yeah. see who done it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of drip feeding. Oh, you know, God. watching bits over Christmas, watching. Uh, okay. Keeping an episode. Yeah. Keeping an episode. Well, yeah. oh, I missed something, guys. But but you did a good job. Well, thank I you very much. Even. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You. Thank you. I'll take all the credit for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we missed you, Jan. We missed you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna swiftly move segue into TV Corner because there's a couple oh, yeah. of things I want to talk about, and one of them relates to Veronica, Ooh. because she did uh, after that recording ask Stuart and I to give her some views about a show on Netflix. Veronica wants to know: Have we seen? And I have. This new series, not a, yeah, it is a new series, but it, it, it's been on Netflix for a while, called All the Light We Cannot See, which is set in uh, France uh, during World War Two, and the and Germany uh, and Germany. Sorry, uh, you're absolutely right. And Germany, and I've just forgotten the lady's name. It's uh, um, Aria, Aria Mia Liberty. Liberty is uh, the one of the, the main plays one of the main characters, and she is in f an actual fact blind, and she's playing a blind uh, character. Um, mm -hmm. And Veronica is asking us uh, two questions. One is, what do we think of the audio description within the actual show itself? And the second one, which we will publish on on the show notes, is that um, Aria uh, uh, has also done uh, an introduction to the show detailing who the characters are where it's oh. set what the sets uh, look like etc in informative mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah something yeah. similar to what you might hear at a theater uh, yeah. if you're going to listen to an audio described play there might be an introduction you might hear before that uh, you might be able to download it on the website yeah. of, of the did i tell the you guys that i will go to uh, to also a show in around christmas no, what? Oh, what oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, also, yeah. Now I'm already trapped. I don't. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 Disney uh, Aida or something is that possible? Oh, oh, Aida. Aida. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. But Aida's also great. with with audio description. It is. Oh, oh brilliant! Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, great, there's great. music. Ear catch. In Aida. Ear catch. Yeah. It will be. Oh, 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 oh yeah, we're yes. telling us yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Here's the results of that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so if you've seen or you you would you would like to watch and you have Netflix, 
all the light we cannot see. Mm. I, it's actually good. It's actually a good program. I think it was I'd good. recommend it. I enjoy it. Recommend it. But we won't say anything about it. We won't give any views about our, yeah. what we thought about the audio description, good, okay. bad, or indifferently. And, yep. um, and, uh, and all we'll, comments are welcome. Yeah, all comments are welcome. And we will. I'll send you on the intro as well. We put the intro in the show notes so you can have a listen to that and see what you think. Yeah. And, and send us your views, either audio or text, to blindguyschat at gmail.com. We, we really would love to hear you, your comments, please, but not so much for us, but also for Veronica, because Veronica is going to feed this back to okay. uh, the, the, the company that produced the, the audio description. But um, I'm going to be highly critical of the same platform, uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we started to watch a show called... I think it was Obliterated, sorry. Uh, I've just double-checked it and it's Obliterated. Obliterated. Oh. <laughs> it is obliterated. Oh. I yeah. thought it was obliteration. Um, oh. My apologies. So, Sorry. Um, no, no, it's, uh, it doesn't really matter because it's not a very good program. Uh, <laughs> but again, love your views and send them into Netflix and us as well because the audio description cannot be heard at all. There is audio description what? there, yeah. but there, it, there is so much action. Audio description the for the deaf. Audio description yeah, for the deaf. It's really low down. It's unbelievably bad. It can anyone the, t- can, about the balance. Can anyone tell me, uh, just on, a, on a, a Netflix thing as well, I keep seeing this uh, a promo for this thing called Squid Game. Tell oh, me yeah. to watch it. Do you, do you watch it, Lauren? Or what's no. it about? Is it, yeah. No. Rubbish. Okay. It's one of, well, no. It's not rubbish. People love it, but I, it wouldn't be my style anyway. Is, is it reality? Game also Harry Potter is playing squid, or, you know? No, <laughs> it's a kind of it's like a Hunger Games thing, but it's oh. it's oh, done right. in a very okay. it's it's is it Korean or yeah, it's it, I it's, think it's Korean or Japanese. It's one of these things that uh, the you know, Japanese people, love basically. where they yeah where they basically torture people. It's a <sighs> it's a quiz it's a quiz show, but it's it's quite extreme. No. Um, it's not. It, it, it's very popular. No, now there's a, there's another thing called the Squid Game: The Challenge, which is uh, an actual real life quiz and they don't actually kill you they just you know <laughs> they don't actually yeah. kill you but the but the actual series oh, yeah. is called squid oh, game oh. which started uh i think in 2021 and yeah it keeps popping up on my netflix you know that you should that i should watch this it and was very popular certainly i don't know like in relation to netflix there's a great new season a great new uh, show on it's a mini series called um a nearly normal family and there's a book it's based on a book which is set in Sweden. Really, really good psychological thriller and not audio described. Like, I'm I'm getting sick of so much stuff that Netflix have that's not audio described. But sometimes it doesn't need it if it's very dialogue-driven, but this isn't one of those, obviously. Well, there'd be a lot of things happening, Clodagh, sort of, because it keeps going back and forth in time, so it would definitely need it. Um, But I'm just sick of all this stuff on BBC that is described. Netflix have it, and they don't bother, and I'm... I'm really getting very also, frustrated. Uh, just talking about that, I'd be very interested, very, very, very interested, folks, very. to know your views on the audio description for Kin, for anybody who's watched Kin oh, on yeah. OTE, compared with the audio description for Kin on the BBC. Oh, I must love it. Because Kin is now playing, and so, by the way, is Hidden Assets. And I'd be Two very Irish interested series, to know yeah. what you think of the audio description uh, on, on those uh, p- programmes that have been the BBC version. On the BBC version. So they did the BBC version. Okay. The other two programmes I'll quickly mention before we go, because we are running out of time. On Amazon Prime, 007, Road to a Million. Oh, yeah. Nine teams of two people, basically. Nine of two people. Some and of them are friends. And they're doing a series of, of kind of Bond-inspired challenges. Yeah. 
And the prize at the end is a, is a million, yeah. a million pounds. But the great, the best thing about the whole thing, or is Oren, or one of Oren's favourite actors, Brian Cox from yeah. Succession, who plays oh. kind of the vi- the Bond villain type person. Uh, but it's 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 done all over the world. Uh, mm. And there's two Cockney brothers who are absolutely hilarious. They're really funny. Uh, so Road, 007 yeah. Road to a Million. And the other one I have to I have to mention, I'm sorry, because I know you Claude doesn't yeah. really like it, is the third series of Slow Horses on Apple TV with Gary Oldman, so who is just It's not brilliant. that I don't like it. It's that they're all like horrible it. people. There's not one nice person in the entire thing. Can I, can, I, can I just say again, actually, just when you, you've, you've just prompted me, Oren, I gave up uh, Apple TV because Apple's pr- subscription oh, prices went up legally now, again. Yeah, yeah, their uh, subscription yeah. went up again. Like, that's they're ridiculous. ridiculous. Did it? So How much is I, it now? It went up by a euro. So it went up from seven, well, the basic plan went up from Seven ninety nine to nine was nine ninety nine. You see, I had this Apple bundle, which was the two hundred gig of music of iCloud space, the music and the TV, and mm. it was n- and and I had it for for two. I had this family thing. It was going to cost me twenty five quid a month, so wow. I paired back, took out the Apple TV, and took out uh, there was something else I was paying for that I didn't need, and it's now nineteen. Mm. But like that family plan was nineteen a year ago or year and a half ago. It's just it's gone up quite a bit anyway folks we're gonna go don't forget oh, if you want to yep. um listen or if you want to be part party. of a team for some yeah. quiz on the 21st, 21st blindguyschat yeah. at gmail.com let us know if you want to be part of the team 18 or if you just want to attend as an audience member by 18th the 18th yeah. of december and we then send you out a link uh, for the 21st for the for the extra program on the 21st of december probably will take place around seven or eight o'clock in the evening but we have we have to check that but we will let you know yep. uh, but it'll be a good show and uh be we fun. will see It'll you on we'll lots of fun and prizes don't forget the prizes oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah big yeah, prize yeah. okay <laughs> and i'm motivated to win yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <He hands definitely. laughs> okay bye oh BusyBusyProductions.com